Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman, your Locked On Texans football analyst. Happy to be back. Sorry that we missed Monday's show. Uh, to be quite frank, you guys know we record the day before, and the day before just so happened to be the biggest day in the NFL uh, schedule. So caught the Super Bowl and, you know, kind of went to bed a little bit late. Didn't have an opportunity to discuss the Houston Texans. You know, real quick, I heard a lot of you guys, saw a lot of you guys tweets and this will probably prompt Cody to, uh, you know, talk a little mess. But I saw that Deshaun Watson would have done better tweets with that offensive line. And though I may agree, I, I still think Patrick Mahomes is by far the best quarterback in the NFL. But for today's show, Deshaun will kind of be the, you know, talking point of the show, whether it's for the position quarterback itself, because we will be starting today our position breakdowns. And so I'm excited for that. Uh, so whether it be the position itself, Deshaun and recapping the season, or, you know, before we even get started with the position breakdowns, Cody and listeners, what is continuously going on at NRG? Uh, off 16 and Kirby, there was uh, a lot of news over the weekend. The Texans recently dismissed equipment manager Mike Parson, along with Kevin Krajevich and longtime employee Doug West. And so, you know, I think any news that comes out of the facility right now, any firings, any hirings, it will all, you know, revert back to was this a Jack Easterby move? Was it a Nick Asirio move? And how does Deshaun Watson feel about it? Uh, and I think if the cafeteria ladies that got there, remember that check those cafeteria ladies got from Deshaun Watson after Hurricane Harvey? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, like, if they get fired, that's another major story in the city of Houston because it's like, how are you guys saying you want to keep Deshaun, but you're firing out of his buddies? And I think if this was any other organization, this would not be news. But to what fans are saying of the team and listeners of the show, I think if we're talking about what – Nick Casario is saying he's he's probably talking with his hands tied behind his back right now. And, and I'm just going to be honest because you can't say that you're going to do everything possible to retain Deshaun. Uh, of course, we know teams have been calling about Deshaun Watson and Nick Casario's standing firm on. We will not trade him. We want him here in Houston. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy, but one team member, um, privately commented to ESPN that the Texans are weeding out employees who were not hired by who? Executive President, Vice President Jack Easterby and new General Manager Nick Casario and replacing them with employees who will all be indebted for, who all be indebted to them for their work. Now, Equipment Manager, Amy Pouchett, uh, Chris Olson, uh, James Roots, like the list continues to grow for, for people who've been around this organization for decades, or over a decade, spent time helping build this organization to where it was prior to this past season, and they're getting fired, whether they're not, quote unquote, a cultural fit, it doesn't matter. They're finding different reasons to fire them 
or relieve them of duty if you want to be classy about it. But then they're coming out publicly saying, we want to do everything that we can to keep Deshaun Watson. We want to make sure he's here. We're not really fielding and listening to calls, which I also think is BS. Uh, they're definitely listening to listening to calls. And some team will get very desperate and Houston will be waiting. But nonetheless, to give it over you, Cody, and I'm sorry for kind of being long-winded here, Houston has been a walking contradiction. And we are expecting change and a difference with Nick Casario. But let's face it, the influence is not going to be him. Uh, the influence is going to be the closest man to the owner right now, the team president. And that's Jack used to be the owner being Cal McNair, who has yet to comment any good thing Cal McNair has. I'm sorry, uh, Jack Easterby has done since his arrival. And we have not, not heard from Jack Easterby in any of this. Scared money does make money, I see, because he's still sitting pretty up off in his office on 16 and Kirby. And that's the only person that's making these changes. Like the recent firing of a team manager, that is not Nick doing. That is just the continuously BS that Jack Easterby is doing, because at the end of the day, think about it. Nick has his hands tied up with trying to fix the relationship with Deshaun Watson and seeing how in the hell is he going to turn a franchise around from a four and 12 season to a, to at least a respectable competitive team. That guy is not worried about who is the team manager. So once again, this is nothing but a Jack Easterby move. And it's just going to continue to go down this stupid idiotic path and at the end of the day, there's only one person that could remove the cancer from this team, but yet that person does not want to do it. I hate that we're talking about this because uh, honestly, it really shouldn't be news. Like it shouldn't be ESPN, Sports Illustrated news. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be this big. But like I mentioned before we even started, anything moving forward coming out of this building, out of this facility, from this organization, it will become news until two things happens. Deshaun says, you know what? I spoke to Casario. Casario called me. I finally answered the phone. And we're on the right path right now to set things straight. Or, da-na-na, da-na-na, breaking news. Some team traded seven first-round future picks. You know, something crazy for Deshaun Watson. He is now on the move. And Houston finally has their quarterback of the future Jack used to be because apparently he can still have, you know, he can go out there and play football. Now he saw what Tom Brady did on Sunday and he's thinking in his old age, he has enough power to go play quarterback for the Houston Texans. But you know, all jokes aside, this isn't really news, but it is news. And so that's why I stand on it. Enough of talking about quote unquote, close relationship friends with Deshaun Watson who are no longer with the team. And I tell you what, I hope he finds another job. I hope all three of those men find another job soon. But we're going to stick with Deshaun Watson in saying now, officially, we're starting our position breakdown with none other than the quarterback position, which is currently held by number four. So don't go anywhere. Stay close. I know a lot of you guys lost a lot of money. Shout out to Matrix Mac. I mean, this man, he just knows how to win. That's all he know how to do. He go out there and play with some money, and he always makes it back. That's what Matrix Mac does, and I'm going to tell you who else can help you with that. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the one place that Locked On Texans trust and has you covered. Even better, if you sign up today, I mean right now, sign up today. 
you get a free account at betonline.ag and you can use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of Black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunity and challenges that come with being a Black woman in sports. So subscribe to Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Cody Davis Johnson, sports guy Hickman. As mentioned, today we will be starting our new series called Position Breakdowns, where we will take a look at each position for the Houston Texans and recap the 2020 season and ways the Texans or the player can improve heading into the 2021 season. Some of these positions, like the wide receiver position and the defensive line, will be extremely fun as we recap of all the craziness and foolishness that took place throughout the 2020 season. However, some of these positions, like the O-line and everything that involves the secondary core, Nine times out of 10 may run all of our blood pressure up by the time we finish with the show. However, none of the reviews that we will do throughout this position breakdown will be as easy, but yet at the same time, more concerning as the quarterback position. And with that being said, let's get started with a look at no other than Deshaun Watson phenomenal 2020 season. The best way you could sum up Deshaun Watson's 2020 season is simply like this. One of the greatest seasons for a quarterback that nobody would never remember. This is a man who led the league in passing, throwing for 4,823 yards, received his third Pro Bowl selection, completed 72% of his passes, and had a touchdown to interception ratio of 33 to 7. Now, no matter who we talked to throughout the season, no matter if it was Quincy Avery when we had him on the show, no matter if it was Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle when we had him on the show, no matter if it was the press conference that we did with Romeo Cannell or Tim Kelly or whoever the case might be, Deshaun Watson had a phenomenal season, but everyone always said that this man is nowhere near close to how great he's going to be in this league. And Deshaun Watson has been phenomenal ever since he first stepped foot on the field for the Houston Texans during his rookie season in 2017. However, one of the biggest pet peeves that I had about watching Deshaun Watson is the fact that this is a guy who held on to the ball too long. And if you ask me and John, you can let me know if you agree, agree with this or not, but I believe at least 15 to 20% of his sacks that we saw through the first three years of his career was basically his fault because he held on to the ball too long. In fact, through the first three years, this is a man who held on to the ball for a total of three seconds. However, in 2020, going into this season, I said I wanted to see Deshaun Watson improve in that area, and he did. This season, he held on to the ball for a total of 2.85 seconds, which is a very good improvement for a guy like Deshaun Watson. And part of the reason why I wanted to focus in on that because I truly do believe that watching Deshaun Watson improve in that area actually help him become a more complete quarterback. Why? Because this is a guy who's really starting to be more comfortable being in the pocket, 
finding his targets and finding his reads a lot more easier and a lot more faster. You take a look at what we saw on Sunday with Tom Brady. You take a look at some of the greatest quarterbacks that we have see, seen over the past 10 years, including Tom Brady, like a Drew Brees, like a Phillip Rivers. Those guys were able to let go of the ball hella fast, finding their targets, finding their reads, and those guys held on to the ball for a total of 2.5 seconds. Deshaun Watson is trending in that right direction, and John and listeners, this guy is basically about to turn into a mixture of somebody like a Drew Brees and a Patrick Mahomes. Somebody who is comfortable in the pocket, but yet still can go out there and create magic that can get you out your seat by saying, how the hell did he pull off that play? Yeah, I think we both had the same reserves about Watson coming into the season. Like, you know, as great as we've seen you be, and especially games like Buffalo in the playoffs last year, um, you still have a flaw to your game that if you rid yourself of it, you know, the sky is more than the limit. We talked about that in the offseason. We saw it in the season and, you know, let the league in pass it. So I'm not going to talk about that. I think when we talked to Quincy Avery, his leadership was one of the things that we really saw blossom this year, uh, being a coach on the field without Bill O'Brien being there to handicap him and handcuff him. So, you know, honestly, when I look at Deshaun Watson, the only thing that I'd say if, if, I'm, a, if I'm analyzing this strictly based off what should happen with the Texans, my only request would be just come back, right? I think we've seen him with the weapons, i.e. a healthy Will Fuller uh, without the suspension. We've seen him with Brandon Cooks. And then we've seen him perform and put up great numbers with Kiki QT, who was weeks removed from the doghouse and Chad Hansen was on the practice squad the week before. So there isn't really anything that I personally say that I think Deshaun Watson needs to improve on. I just want him to continue to stay consistent with his improvements and just come back to Houston if he wants to. But, you know, when we look at Deshaun Watson, there's also room for the quarterback position. We've just got a new quarterback coach. When we look at Pep Hamilton, he will be coming to Houston. Do I think Pep Hamilton would be a tremendous find for Deshaun? I'd say no, because as you alluded to, well, I mean, what else could we expect for him to get better at? But I think Pep Hamilton would be great for quarterbacks like Aaron, A.J. McCarron, who may be here next year, or whoever they bring in. Because one thing about the NFL, the next man always have to be prepared and be up for the opportunity if the opportunity calls. So I cannot wait to break down the quarterback position um, with Pep Hamilton coming into town and who the Texans currently have on their roster. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost 353 
$199.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only costs $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com nfl analyst brian peacock and former nfl scout matt williamson hosts locked on's peacock and williamson every monday through friday brian and matt give you the national perspective all around the nfl covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with Peacock and Williamson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And as we continue here with our quarterback breakdown position, we cannot go without mentioning A.J. McCarron. I know he hasn't seen the field a lot. And to be honest with you guys, A.J. McCarron did everything that I wanted to see him do throughout the 2020 season which is a guy who came ready to play every single game, but yet did not see the field. And that's no disrespect to A.J. McCarron, but I just felt that way because let's say, for example, if McCarron played two to three or possibly four more games, that means you're looking at a situation where something is hella wrong with Deshaun Watson. So thankfully, this was a season where Watson was fully healthy. Not only that, this was a season where Deshaun Watson got even better and he's going to continue getting better. And with that being said, looking at where the Houston Texans can go with their quarterback position, how much better can Deshaun Watson get? Look, the man is only getting started, and we saw that in 2020. However, for the Houston Texans, look, it's just like this. Unless they can go back in time and get 2007 Tom Brady, let's say 1984 Dan Marino, or we could just keep it in Houston, and let's say 1990 Warren Moon. All three of those guys want MVPs, by the way. There's no way in hell or nothing the Houston Texans can do to improve at the quarterback position. However, we know what's going on with Deshaun Watson and his franchise right now. And the top priority for this team and possibly the top priority in franchise history as of right now is fixing this relationship with Deshaun Watson. However, if Deshaun Watson stays or if Deshaun Watson goes, I think the Houston Texans should invest in upgrading at the backup quarterback position because you don't know what's going to happen between the Texans and Deshaun Watson. The Texans need to make sure that they have somebody that they can go to to pick up the slack just in case Deshaun Watson decides to sit out. That is a possibility that's still out there, and the Texans need to make sure that they are prepared for anything that might come their way as they try to repair this relationship. Now, maybe they should go after a backup quarterback like a Jacoby Bissett or like a Tyrod Taylor. I'm not too sure how much those guys will cost, but I'm pretty sure if you're using them as a bridge quarterback, you can get them under the salary cap with a little bit salary cap space that you are using going into free agency. This is a tricky situation, and John, I think it might be best for the Texans to move on from Watson and try to get one of those younger guys like a tool, and especially when you consider the fact that you got Pep Hamilton as your quarterback coach. If you look at the position, the upgrade would be 
going from the previous quarterback coach to Pep Hamilton. Pep Hamilton, who has had some success in this league, helping quarterbacks grow. And the upgrade really starts to come around when you think about everything you'd mentioned, life after Watson, right? So two things are very important, right? If, if, if you're not, if the new regime is not comfortable with A.J. McCarron, and by the way, I don't think that there's a reason why they should not be comfortable with A.J. McCarron, but he wasn't their guy. So you have to go out and understand that if, if there's a quarterback in this draft that we like, we have Pep Hamilton, who will be able to coach him up. And if there's not a quarterback in this, or even if there is a quarterback in this draft, like I'm sure Miami loved Tua last year, but guess who they had ready to start the season? Ryan Fitzpatrick. And so I'm looking at the quarterback free agents for next year. It's bad pickings, man. It's it's, it's slim and bad pickings. You got Blaine oh, yeah, Gabbard on here, Jameis Winston. Yeah, Jameis Winston is on here, but I don't think Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is not a guy that I can see coming in for another year backing up somebody. Right. You also have uh, Nick Mullins, who, you know, spent some time in San Francisco, Kyle Allen. So it's very important that whatever you see out there in free agency, if you want to get an quote unquote upgrade from AJ McCarron, you're comfortable with him if Deshaun Watson is not here next year. You have to be comfortable with that idea and thought uh, if you if you move on from AJ McCarron, even if you stay with AJ McCarron. So I think those are the things that you look at. And John, to your point, and I do agree, you know, those are the upgrades that we want to see. But do you think it's better for the Texans? Because McCarron is also on this free agency list for quarterbacks as well. Do you think it's in the Texans' best interest to retain McCarron or go out and try to get a guy like Terod Taylor, who did not get a fair shot in Los Angeles, or Jacoby Brissett, who we saw what he was able to do in Indianapolis in 2019, where he almost led them to the playoffs. And I, I'm just thinking to those two guys, because in my opinion, I believe that those are the two best quarterbacks that's out there on the market in free agency this year. I can agree. I think Jameis is better than those. But I, like I said, I don't, I don't think Houston and Jameis is going to mix. I mean, we got a turkey leg cut right down the street. But um, it, it, so if, if you're bringing back Deshaun, I'm comfortable with A.J. McCarron because A.J. McCarron knows the system. A.J. McCarron knows the players and have some type of comfortability with them enough to be a backup quarterback. But I also think it's important for you to bring in a third string as well. Like, that's what Josh McCown was last year. If we if we remember, you know, Josh McCown did come back and sign that contract to be the third-string quarterback. He wasn't but, no third string. Uh, well, he's on, the, he's on the roster. He's on the roster in depth chart for last year. But if you are moving on from Deshaun, I think A.J. McCarron is somebody you can upgrade from depending on who you get back. Like, you, if you get Tua back, I think that's perfect for Tua because he's not going to be in a situation where he's scared. Like, in Miami, Tua was, oh, man, I can't. Fitzpatrick still can come out here and win some of these games that I can't right now. But in Houston, that wouldn't really be a question or thought in his head. So if you bring in a young quarterback like that, AJ McCarron to be good. But if you're bringing in a quarterback to fill the season, then yes, you can definitely upgrade from AJ McCarron or give him a fair shot at, at the number one job. But I don't want to see a season where AJ McCarron is the starting Texan quarterback week one. I, I just, I don't want to see that at all. Well, at the end of the day, it's all going to come down to what in the hell is Deshaun Watson is going to do. 
With that being said, that concludes another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Look at Cody being all small and skinny. He ain't mentioned tomorrow. We're talking about the big boys up front. That's right. Mike Devlin is officially out of Houston. The offensive line is the position that I think on the offensive side of the ball is the most important to break down and analyze because they have some talent. They have some, they have some things that they can improve on, but that right guard position, I can't wait to talk about it. You see how he tried to leave it out. Anyways, I'm John, some sports Sky Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two eyes at the end. Whenever you give me a follow, say what's up, man. Let's talk about some movies. Whatever's on your mind, we can get to it. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. Pick up your phone right now. Make sure you subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe to the Locked On Texans podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms. Until tomorrow, when we talk about the big boys up front, you guys have a great day. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.